I mean, what actually happened in the room? What is That's happening? That's what I want to know because yeah. it is not what they said it was. I guarantee. I don't know the full story and I don't... Do I want to? I am telling you, something went on in there and there was something so bad that everyone there knew about it and yet they were still willing to put me in it. They were still willing to right up until the moment there must have been something went on. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna give you the facts. There was a straw that broke the back? Like, all right. I don't know. Oh, boy. Or someone threatened to call the police. I'm not really sure what happened. What? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us and... Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us. Just hit that subscribe button to make sure that you get every episode of our podcast. You don't want to miss them. I tell you. Don't. You. you don't. And also, don't forget to go to funemploymentready.com and click on the Audible link right there on the side of the page or the bottom of the page, depending on your scrolling. It's on the front page. And if you click on that, you can sign up and get not one, but two free audiobooks. I suggest getting both Oh no! The Collapsing Empire, the first book in the Interdependency series, and also the, all the Consuming Fire, the second book in the Interdependency series. I swear, Greg was still playing one of his audiobooks when he got in here, and I heard like five words, and I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> I could just tell from like five words. I was, I was like, "That is like the the last thing I would ever want to listen April to." April and the second is having some problems with the Nahamapitans. The Nahamapitans are a very powerful family, but live in a system a little bit away from Hub. Hub being the center of the Interdependency where she is not only the Cardinal of Cheyenne, but also the ruler of the known human universe. I will say I am enjoying my Sue Grafton book. I'm still li- uh, reading or listening to, listening, reading with my ears, A is for Alibi. It's getting, it's growing on me. I look at Kinsey Milhone as the, um, she's the detective on this thing. And then actually, I'm going to say my pal Jennifer commented on our Facebook page, funemploymentradio.com slash funemploymentradio. She said, oh, Sarah, I've read all those books. I started. I also started with Mary Higgins Clark and moved to Sue Grafton while in college. All right, I'm a little behind. said, I love uh, Kinsey Milhone as the lead character, and it's cool that the author keeps it all in, in like the 80s-ish. It's not completely modern, which is totally true. I swear they say things like, I'm packing all my belongings in a carton. And they say like strange things. I was just listening to them. They went out to lunch, and they each had a glass of wine and um, Big Chef salads, and it was $5. I'm sorry, were you still talking about that? What are you doing? You were saying, talking about uh, your chef salad and your 80s book? Yeah, I'm saying, like, this is how old this is. It's like you get a chef salad and a glass of wine for $5. It's like, here's, the, here's for my lunch on the tip. I'm like, oh, dear God, how old is this book? It's pretty great. Okay. I'm enjoying it immensely because, you know, me and technology, even though I work in podcasting, don't get along all that well. I'm enjoying it. What's going on? Oh, I know that Go Greg to funemploymentready.com, click on the Audible link, and you too can sign up for a, for a free audio. Let's talk Sue Grafton. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I don't have anything to contribute to Sue Grafton. I have much nothing like to contribute don't. to yours, yes. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about over this last weekend what happened. So um, decided to get out of town. And did an Im- had an impromptu trip to the coast. Now, here in Portland, Oregon, the coast is actually pretty close. We're kind of fortunate with that. It's like an hour and a half away. And I was heading to Seaside, Oregon, which I like going over there. 
you know, it's, it's relaxing. Seaside's kind of a crapshoot. It's beautiful, but sometimes it's like completely overrun with people, and sometimes yeah. it's like it's pretty mellow. Yeah, it, it all kind of depends. I mean, it's one of the more popular places on the coast. There's lots of other places to go to, but it's, it's easy to get to. I wanted to go there, then you know, go out to eat and, and get a couple drinks or whatever. So it's a, it's a nice spot to go do that. And there's this thing in Seaside, like the main area is called the Promenade, and then there's this turnaround at the end of the sea, which is supposed to be where Lewis and Clark, you know, so that's not really, but... Uh, but Oh, really? That's what kind of represents, is like turning around from where Lewis and Clark were. Oh, it just always looked like the end of Hood to Coast to me. Yeah, it's that too. It's <laughs> yeah. also where the end of Hood to Coast is. So it's this promenade, this little circle that comes out onto the beach. Uh, you're looking at the ocean, it's really pretty. It's, it's pretty great, and there's hotels and everything that li- are lined up on the side of it. So... Heading out there. When oh, there's a carousel. There's a carousel. There's that weird hat store. I like the hat there's store. There's a hat store. There's all kinds of, you know, weird coasty things there. And I got a, uh, randomly went online. I'm like, I want kind of want to get out of town for one night. And so. Oh, I love doing that. Just yeah. Kind of going on an adventure. Like, whoop. Yeah. Just going to do it. Yeah. And so, so got a hotel room at what I thought was going to be a really great spot. Now, the location of this spot was fantastic because it was right on the beach, like on the beach, which I normally I don't stay at places on the beach because um, usually those are expensive. But this one, there there was a good deal on it, and it was <laughs> right next to the promenade. I'm like, wow, it must just be some uh, off some deal, you know, because it's off season and there's not enough people out there. And so I decided to um, decided to go ahead and and uh, get it. But regardless, it was a good deal, so I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. You know, I've I've stayed in crappy hotels. If it was crappy, but I was like, this is going to be probably a good one. Yeah. Because I mean, it's it's in a good location. I couldn't believe the price. So, <laughs> got out there. You, know, you drive out to Seaside. It's a pretty drive. It was kind of nice weather, and uh, and and get out there, get parked, and I got there a little early because I, I want to make the most of the day. So if you're driving to the coast for the day, yeah, if yeah, it's just so, for one day, you get there early, you want to spend the day. There. Yeah, you want to get out, you know, and 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 spend the day there. And so I got there at like, let's see, I think it was about twelve thirty. Oh, that is an early start, noon or twelve thirty, right around there. And decided to you know go to the hotel. I'm figuring there's probably no way I can check in this early. You know, usually you can't, but at least maybe I can park there. And so. I get to the hotel. Is and it like it's, in Vegas where they let you leave your bags or something sometimes? Uh, yeah, you could probably leave your bags. I, didn't, I mean, Vegas I didn't bring any really yeah. much as bag-wise because it was only going to be one night. But I did like to, I did want to park my car there. Yeah. And so I parked, and I walk in, and, you know, it's like a four-story place, and there's a couple of buildings on the property, and you look in, and you're right on the beach. I mean, you can see the beach through the lobby. So I'm like, okay, this is sweet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so I walk up to the counter. And there's, I believe, two women that were behind the counter at this point. And I walk up to one of them. I'm like, hi. Uh, probably I can't check in yet, but I just wanted to see if, uh, if, if maybe that was possible. And she's like, okay, what's your name? And she grabs my ID and she takes a look. And she looks in, she's looking at, you know, her, whatever's on her computer screen. And she's sitting there staring at it for what seemed like just a little bit too long. As I'm just waiting for her to, you know, basically say... Oh, yes. No, sorry. Because be it's not some, time. like, hundreds of units uh, hotel, right? Is no, it just... it's not a huge one. So no, like I would guess there's, to like, find... yeah. 40 So it's not like that maybe. huge, like, resort where it's, like, 500 hotel rooms. Like it's No, I'm going to guess it's, like, 40 units, probably, okay. is what we're talking about. And And she's looking at it, and then the other woman who was next to her, who wasn't paying attention, starts, glan- like, leans back and does one of these glance-over things, glances at her screen. And she's like, yeah, that's the one. 
<gasps> and the woman's like, yeah, that's what I thought. So, and I was like, what, what, what the hell, the what, what the what hell was that? that? What does that mean? Yeah. yeah, because the look on the other woman's face as she's glancing over her side, side glance is just like, yeah, that's the one. Like, uh, like an like, under are they pointing at the how the but like I, I can totally hear exactly what she's saying, and so then she looks up at me. She's like, "Yeah, um, so that's not gonna be uh, ready yet. <laughs> uh, you can check back at, at you can check back at two, but we guarantee by four. By four, that's our that's our guaranteed time. Uh, by four, it'll be it'll be ready. I mean, you you can check back at two though, and she starts starts acting like really." Weird that and sounds nervous like she's about acting it. weird. Like strange. I'm like, um, uh, all right. Well, you especially know, if no somebody's murmuring and like they're looking over, like, oh, that the other know. woman murmuring was weird. That but would I'm like, make okay, me not comfortable. Whatever, you know, wh- fine. I'm I'm here extra early anyway, so it's like great. I'll go, you know, walk around for a, for an hour and a half or so, or whatever whatever it would have been at that point. I'm like, yep, cool. All right, so I go walking around and. I still thinking I'm still thinking this is kind of strange. Like that whole interaction was weird. Yeah. You know? I mean, it sounds weird. It does sound weird. So went and got some lunch and then I'm like, "Okay, well, it's you know, 2:15. I'm like, great, it's after 2. Why not walk on back because nothing's very far there. Like everything's within a I mean, anywhere you're going to walk to is within like a 10-minute walk. That max, is the best you know? part about Seaside. Like I mean, even it's though all it is right it, it is crowded like during the day, like usually it like lightens up at night and everything is kind of centrally located. Yeah, so I mean, you can park for the day. You can walk the whole stretch yeah. in 10 minutes really if you wanted to. 15 minutes maybe. Um so so I'm like, well, yeah, you know, might as well go back and and take a look because I'm still kind of curious about that whole interaction. I'm like, I want to know what's going on here because that just felt weird. So I get back, and there's about three women behind the counter now. And um, I don't actually—I don't think I ever saw a male employee. No, maybe one male employee in this entire place. Huh. So and, I don't know what that means, but that's what it was. So there's there three women behind the counter, and there was like another family. They were there's already out. speculation as to what they were doing in your room. All right, so this has been like two hours. What we're, that's what we're going to get to is we're going to get to speculation. All right, but I'm, this, but since this you has went been there, yeah about, about two, two hours, hours yep, since two they hours. said that they're working on it. Yes. Okay. And I'm still you know a little ahead of where their guaranteed time was, but I get in there, and there's three women, and the original woman that I talked to, uh, looks at me come in, looks at me as I walk in, and she's kind of behind everybody else, and she just starts kind of fidgeting and being strange. Like acting strange when I walk in the door, and then she's like whispering to one of the other women, like, uh, 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 and like looking up at me, but clearly looking at me, but trying not to look at me. You know how somebody does like, like a, trying to avoid like eye contact. Uh, uh, yep. Like reference yeah. you, but make sure that you don't. The fact that I walked in the room eyes. made her nervous, and it's not like <laughs> I was like an issue or something like that. And and so I'm. I'm like, okay, that's that's weird. And then I see her, and she grabs her jacket and just backs up, walks around the counter, and just like, books it on out of there. Like, books it out. She leaves while she you're standing there? She leaves while I'm standing and there. And she was the one that told you to come back. Yes. She saw me. She murmured to the other, uh, the other one of the other women, grabbed her stuff, walked around the counter, and left the hotel. Did she even look up at you? Or Not any, at all. Did you try to stop she her? She walked right by me. Well, no, I wasn't going to like, hey, where are you going? I mean, there's other people behind the counter. Yeah. But it was strange because I had just talked to her, you know, the the two hours before. And she shuffled by me just like, <laughs> like, as fa- like, I swear it was like she was getting out of there as fast as she could once she, sh- she saw me. 
you know, and it's 2.15. It's not like she left at 2 was the end of her shift. Or, yeah. Like, I came in and she left. So she just ran out so of I'm like, there. all right, that was, that was not filling me full of confidence. No. <laughs> so I talked to the, to the woman behind the counter, and, and it's this this younger girl this, at this point. And she is acting real spazzy. Like, the spazzy, like, she's over... Um, She's being over nice to try to make up for something that's going on. Like, oh, oh hi, how are you doing? Oh, man, well, it's a, it's a fun day. Oh, hey, you know, I, oh, I like to get out there and get a drink. and blah, blah, blah. Like, just spouting, like, oh, verbal, like, that's always is so uncomfortable, too. It's like, okay, you're doing way too much. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, okay, all right, that's got it. I'm just oh. like, yeah, I just want to check into my, my room. She's like, yeah, no, I, I know. I know which room you're wanting to check in. It's not going to be ready. It's not going to be ready. I'm I'm thinking 4.30. I'm thinking 4.30. And I'm like, what? What? Wait, like, it was guaranteed at 4? Yeah, it was guaranteed at 4. And so I was like, well, yeah, but actually it's it's guaranteed at 4. And she's like, um, yeah, I know that's usually what it is, but it's it's not going to be this time. But I mean, it's, it's going to be fine. We'll just get you all signed in. We'll, we'll get you all checked in. I mean, like, just spazzing. And the other woman that was also there originally that, had, that said the, uh, yeah, that's the one. She's sitting there glancing over and just really paying attention to everything that's going on. Even though there's another group there that are getting checked into their room. And so at that point, I asked her, uh, this person in front of me, the, the girl in front of me, I'm like, so is there like, is there another room you can move me to? She's like, no, uh, no, there's, there's no other rooms. That's, uh, that's going to be one. But yeah, we have a great pool and, uh, you know, and I'm going to kick those kids out of the pool later on because we're going to party. As I says, I'm going to be partying there. What? And I'm like. Wait, they're going to be partying in the pool? She was trying, I think she, what she was trying to do was come up with anything to distract me. From the fact that she wasn't letting you into your hotel room? Yeah, and whatever was going on in that room and whatever they were working on, they wouldn't let me know. Oh, boy. And so I had asked, yeah, if I could move to another room, and she's like, yeah, well, uh, they're still fixing something. It was from a couple of guests ago. And I'm like, What? What? Wait, so they've been renting up this room for a I problem that is now they're I saying you know. can't get into the room even though it's been good enough for the past two rounds of guests? I don't know what if they've been renting it out or not, but this was at the first time, the first point where I got some kind of information. So mark this down as a fact. It was at least a couple of guests ago and they were still working on it. And it wouldn't be ready until 4.30 p.m. that day for me to check into. That sounds like that's that body normal? cleanup. That sounds like there was a murder. That, Doesn't that it? sounds murdery or overdosey or something. That sounds like body cleanup. Something's not right. Like, especially if she's giving you, all right, come back at 2. And they're like, oh, no, no, <laughs> maybe 4.30. Well, and I got the impression they, like, saddled this poor girl with, to be the one to talk to me about it too because clearly there was an issue they were all aware of whatever is going on in that hotel room everybody there knows and at that point everybody there knows I'm the guy who's going to be checking into that oh wow so I feel like the other woman was like uh sorry Cheryl this one's yours and they just like booked out of there <laughs> oh man and so this poor girl was like nervous as hell afraid of like and I don't know what's going on here at this point all I know is I'm like you guys are all acting real weird. Like everybody there is acting real strange about this. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, why don't a they scene. just tell I'm you? Like, like it's some. Oh, there's some exactly. like like the ceiling. We need to patch the ceiling. Or like, why aren't they telling me? Change the bedding. What? 
Do I, they, did they ever like give no. you? No. Did you she ask said, what was wrong with the room? Yes. She just said, oh, we're making some repairs from a couple of times ago. Making some repairs. Did uh, from, you ask what kind of repairs? Th- yes, I tried. But you understand, <laughs> like, there's a person that's uh, freaking out. And so they're just, just trying to do everything to get, get me out of there. Out as, as well, I did. Could. So I'll give, you, I'll give you where I'm at. So that what happened then is I left my phone number. Well, they have my phone number. And they check me in. And then they're like, okay, yep, uh, come back another time. And so I left. And I ended up getting a call, like, I don't know, 3.30 or something like that. They're like, so we've decided to move you to another room. <laughs> now, this is after they already told me there were no other rooms, mind you. Really? They said every, nope, we, they're like, we have no other rooms. Oh, they said that there were Because I had asked if I could be yeah. moved to another room. Whatever, because whatever the hell went on in this thing. And so I get back there, and uh, and I see, she she pulls out the paperwork, and I see she's crossed off the room I was supposed to be in, which was 411. And rewrote in what the new room was, 314. And they gave me the stuff, and I asked her, I was like, so what went on? She's like, um, it was a plumbing issue. I'm like, here's your stuff, go. And then just kind of pushed you out? Pushed me on out the door. Plumbing issue is what I got. I do not believe (laughs) that it was a plumbing issue that they were frantically trying to fix from two guests previously that they thought would be ready by 430 that day. Wow. There was something, something went on in that room. Did you ever go and find, like, room 411? No, I never did actually go to it. Go I suppose and see, I could. like, if there was, like, caution tape or, like, police line do not cross. That's true. I, I suppose I, I suppose I could have. Or were you I, just happy to just be At that point, that. I was just happy to get into a room. <laughs> I mean, in the room that I got into, which I did post some pictures, I mean, the view was great. The view, the view was absolutely amazing. The room itself was just a strange place. Everything was like missized. Like the rooms, the there were rooms in there that were either just like way too big for what was needed or way too small for what was needed. Like the the entryway into the bathroom was like a walk-in thing with the sink and the biggest closet that I've ever seen, like this clothes rack where, I mean, I could fit every single piece of clothing that I probably own on this clothes rack. It was so big. I'm like, why, why is that Why was the space- closet so big? I don't it's know. It's a place on the coast. Like you don't stay there. Very I don't long. know. I don't know why you would need that much. But then the bathroom was like the t- was the tiniest bathroom. I saw your picture of the little tub. It was so. Strange. It was like half a bathtub. The what tub is that? Was tiny. It's a tiny tub. Like I could not fit in the tub. I had to like crawl up in like a ball to get in the tub, and I took a picture of it. And then, conversely, the, the toilet was actually super tall. It's like a giant sized toilet, and then a tiniest tub in the world, and the door would barely open. You couldn't really. You couldn't have the door open and stand in there at the same time. Oh, you had wow. to like shimmy past it. <laughs> it just it made no sense at all. Um, it was it just so weird. And then oh, I saw the video of you too. Yeah, the, it was a Murphy bed, which is bizarre. I don't think I've ever stayed at a place that there's a Murphy. I bed. I don't know why there was a Murphy bed. In this. <laughs> like, there was plenty of room. That's the thing. Then the living room was like gigantic. There was no real need for a Murphy bed in there. So it wasn't like, yeah, was they had to keep the bed out of the sparse. way because there was so much stuff. There was nothing in there. <laughs> there was, like, nothing there. I don't know why it was closed. It was it was so, so weird. Oh, and then on top of that, the uh, door, when I took a look at the door of this, you can tell where they had changed the deadbolt because at the top, it was completely pried where, like, it was gouged was it out. Was busted or gouged? It was gouged out where somebody had busted in. 
And uh, then they replaced the deadbolt like a little further down the door. So somebody had broken in there at some point. Oh, my God. So that's where it ends up. You know, I finally get in there. I'm in this strange room. And that's where I stayed for the, for the night. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I, well, whatever. I got to be here. So my question is this. What do you think happened in that other room from two guests previous that they couldn't get fixed? What were they hiding from me? What I'm thinking logically is that, well, first of all, it's if you do live, uh, you know, here on the coast, like you know, near the coast, it is the off season for people who are traveling to the coast. So True. maybe they thought that they weren't going to be as busy this past weekend as they were, and maybe they were just trying to. Um, then they were going to put you in a different room, but then they were filling to capacity and more people would like pay more for different rooms. So they decided to bump you back. Because did you go through like a travel site? Yeah. So I bet they kept bumping you back and bumping you back. And they this is what I think probably happened. And they were able to sell the nicer rooms to people for more than you had paid. Okay. So they were going to try and make the money off of that and stick you in the room that hadn't been used in a few, to- a few days. But, you know, it's probably good enough and they'll still get your money for the night. And then when it came time to put you in there, they realized, oh, no, we never fixed that. We never fixed that issue. And then they kept trying to, like, put you off and put you off. But then, again, I don't know why there would be a room available for you. So what was the issue then? Murder. Murder. (laughs) Yeah. A murder at the coast? Murder at the coast. You know, I I haven't actually looked to see if there's any murders. Look up room 411. See if there's anything, yeah, off the P. Is that what it's called? I thought it was the P. The promenade or prom. I don't know anybody I can't that remember. calls it the P. There's, who calls it the P? I think that's the letter. <laughs> I don't know anybody that calls the promenade and seaside the P. I'm going to call it the P. Nobody calls it that. I, I do not believe that anybody calls it. <laughs> I really I'm wish that you would have been uh, that you would have been more ambitious and peeked into the windows of room 411, though. I, at that point, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with whatever went on in there, whatever horror happened in there. I don't want to go. I don't want to go find it. That is odd, though. They said that they were full, and then they got you a, like a yeah. a room with a view. They got me, actually, the for this hotel I think I was in, of the one of the nice rooms. It was on the corner at the very top. Great view. Like, oh, that's it was all cool. of that. Only broken into once or twice. Um, you know... <laughs> So for this, yeah, I think I was probably put into a good room, but I, I think that still there was some get. sort of crime scene or something that happened, and they just didn't get around to it. And they're like, I mean, what kind of a crime scene would you be willing to put up with? What, like, if they cleaned it up? Ugh. Say there had been a murder though, two weeks ago in there, but you got it for a real good deal. I wouldn't stay there. You wouldn't? No, I don't think so. No, I'd be afraid like there'd be like remnants of blood or whatever. No, it's all cleaned up. Half price. Half price? Yeah. The coast? Yeah. Does this room have a view or no view? Has a view. It has a view? Uh-huh. Does it have uh, a patio? Not much one. Okay, but like a little one, like a balcony or something? Well, yeah, we'll base it off of mine. Uh, kind of. All right. Um, we'll say ish. And how much would it be? Let's go... We'll speculate. We'll say 150 bucks. Wait, I thought you said that was cheap. Well, That's no, I'm cheap. like speculating for you for like this is a $300 hotel room. This isn't what I had. 
Okay. I didn't stay in a room like this. I'm asking, I'm trying to gauge what you would be willing to pay. How long ago were they murdered? So it's a $300 room. You get it for 150 bucks. The person was murdered two weeks ago. In the room? In the room. In the bed? You don't know. Mystery. They were murdered somewhere. Who were they murdered by? Were they murdered by somebody who was staying there with them? Or did somebody break in and murder them? Somebody they were with. Somebody they knew. All right. So it was like a, all right. Yeah. So it was like a partner or somebody. Yes. So it wasn't like somebody got into the hotel room and murdered them. It was like a a relationship kind of thing. Could be. But you don't know all the details, but they knew them. Yeah. But did they get into the room or were they staying in the room? I don't understand why that matters. Because I want to know if the hotel's safe or not. Because, yeah, if someone's going to murder you. No, they, they already... knew them, so they let them into the room. Hmm. Yeah, they knew them. They let them in the room. It wasn't a random crime. Uh, Two weeks. Two weeks? Yep. They painted over the stains, all that stuff. Oh, God, Greg. I don't know. I don't know if I could. Like, Half do price. I, do I know this before? They're like, hey, like so all of our other rooms are let's do it like more my price. All of our other rooms are like $120, but this one is $60. Okay. Oh, if I wasn't staying by myself, I might do it. I wouldn't do it by myself. If I was staying with like a friend and they were yeah. staying in the room with me, then I would. I wouldn't stay in a murder room by myself. Really? I probably live in a murder room in my apartment building right now. I mean, if we're being honest, you probably live in a murder house. We just don't know about sure it. Sure I do. Yeah, if it was clean. Yeah, my for house a is from 1907. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, at some point, I'm sure many people have died in in my apartment, like at least building, at least because it was a hotel. Oh, definitely in the building. Yeah, <sighs> hundreds, maybe thousands. Yeah. So, would you do it? If there was, yeah, if I was staying with a friend, I would. You would maybe. do it, and if there weren't any remnants of anything, and if they didn't break in, if they were already in there. So what if like they the didn't breaking. Catch them? Oh, okay. If they didn't catch them, no, I would not be there. Okay. Yeah. All right. What a weird line of questioning. I just wanted to see where you where you stand. I like to test it and see where people stand on things. Okay. Why so? It makes you feel less weird. No, it just gives me a better understanding mm-hmm. of where somebody's at. I'm taking a look here. Mike just said in the live chat for funemploymentradio.com/live. If you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, you also get a really cool pin. Um, Mike said, I just pretend that my hotel room has never been occupied before by anyone. (laughs) That's actually a good way to look at it. Uh, So many people have done so many things in there. How can you possibly stay at hotels? It's like one of those things you don't allow yourself to think about. Yeah. You don't stay there. You don't want to think about other people laying in your bed and whatever. Oh, I don't. I usually don't think about that. Exactly. Part so why are you bringing that up? Why okay. are you ruining it? Because everybody? I almost stayed in a murder room, and I just want to know. I just want to know. I think it was probably more of a feces room than a murder room. If we're being <laughs> <Yes>. honest, <laughs> that could have been it. That could have. That could very well be it. There was probably some sort of like toilet explosion or something. I mean, if it's an old. Yeah, but uh, two guests, like a couple of guests ago, which means they rented it out to somebody else in the interim, and somebody else was like, "Oh no." Yeah. It's like they keep trying to like see if somebody's going to be too afraid to ask for a different What room. happened at the second guest? A couple of guests ago. I don't know. You should do some research, though, because do you remember the name of your hotel? Yes, I know the name of my yeah. hotel. Yeah, I'll look it up and see if any anything crimey has happened. And I don't know if I want to know. Well, you didn't stay in the murder room, so... Well, the one I was in had been broken into, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say I didn't stay in a murder room. That's true. 
Not that there's a lot of murders in Seaside. I feel like that would be something that most people wouldn't know, but still. I mean, I don't know. How often do we hear Seaside news? <laughs> not, not a lot. I mean, coasties can be a little violent and a little methy. Oh, and they do stick with their own. The sea's right there. It is. Blop, you into the ocean. Oh, is that how you think they do it? Blop. Oh, boy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I have a story out of New... Would you say New Canaan? C-A-N-A-A-N? New Canaan? But don't you spell non like N-A-A-N? I think it's Canaan. New... I'm going to say New Canaan. New Canaan, Connecticut. Well, police say that a Connecticut woman has been charged with driving under the influence after she was found... Chugging a bottle of vanilla extract. Did you know that that was something that people do? Why? What does that do for you? She, I, I guess it's a very high in alcohol content. I did not know this. Oh, so this is like a, like if you need to get buzzed up. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I know is I've that heard like, that about like mouthwash or yeah, you know, like people who are in recovery, like they stay away from things right. that contain alcohol. I had no idea about the vanilla extract. Thing. I, I did guess not she know chugged a bottle of vanilla extract and she was pulled over. Huh. Uh, so, so the new Canon police found 50-year-old Stephanie Warner sitting in a car at an intersection with her eyes closed. That's not good. At about 4.45 p.m. this past week, officers say they found, oh, not one, but several bottles of pure vanilla extract oh, no. inside of her vehicle. They detected an odor of vanilla on her breath. Her speech was slurred, and she was unable to answer basic questions as she was arrested after failing a field sobriety test. She was released on a promise to appear in court. She didn't have a lawyer listed for online court records. I think I just wanted to bring that up because I had no idea. Vanilla extract. Vanilla extract. Sounds really gross to drink a whole... I, and that, I like that vanilla. That sounds like something I would have done as like a kid. It also sounds expensive. Isn't vanilla extract really expensive? I don't cook. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Like... I don't think so. Doesn't it come in like those little plastic brown bottles? Yeah, I thought that was. I thought it was expensive though. Like actual vanilla extract, I thought it was like pricey. I don't think so, but uh, three hundred thirty dollars for a gallon of it. Um, yeah, fifteen ninety nine online for like four ounces. Okay, that's still ex- that's still not cheap. Yeah. I know, that's it's curious is why like a 50-year-old woman wouldn't just buy regular alcohol and said chug like vanilla yeah. extract. So I don't know, they found several bottles of, so it is pure vanilla extract. So I don't there know is if that's something, something about the vanilla. Yo, pure vanilla extract, that's the expensive stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if like she was like super into vanilla or what was going on. That's weird. Well, don't drink vanilla extract and drive regardless. No. That's not smart. Not good. 50-year-old Stephanie Warner. All right. Oh, I found this story. Uh, so, so this was first displayed at this year's CES hey, exhibition. You were there. Good Super Electronics Show. It's this uh, alarm clock that they've uh, created. It's called the, I wonder if you had seen this, the Barrisure Alarm Clock. It's made by a British company. It's designed to make waking up a little easier by brewing your first cup of coffee of the day while being connected to your alarm clock. So it features uh, the standard elements of an alarm clock, plus the option to have it brew a single cup of coffee or tea for you. It also has a cooled chamber inside to store milk or cream until it is dropped into the cup by the mechanism as you are waking up, being alerted to the day by your alarm clock. Wait, so you wake up and you can't even get out of bed without having your cup of coffee? Is that what it is? Like, So it's on the alarm clock itself? 
It's next to it. It's next connected to it. To it. <laughs> I'm not good anywhere. Which kind of, I'm like, all right, so this thing, this design, I mean, so it's like fancy. It's CES stuff. I don't know. I figure there's so much worthless technology there. Oh, there, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what no, I there's figured. a lot of stuff that will probably, that, that will 100% absolutely change the way we live. And there's also a whole lot of crap. Like the there's alarm clock? There's a lot of crap. <laughs> I mean, that at least has some kind of function. There's some stuff but there I don't that's really just understand, like so pointless. Because isn't that what a timer on a coffee pot already does? Yeah, you can set a coffee, I mean, easily. I mean, because this one, so this, <laughs> this coffee maker is called saying. the Barrasure Alarm Clock or whatever. Um, it costs $445. I mean, the only purpose I see is that you don't have to get up out of bed, although you could just have a, a coffee pot next to you if you really wanted it. The coffee pot will just brew at the time you want to get up. I mean, yeah, because this I mean, is what this really is. I mean, you really have to have the coffee in bed. This is just having a coffee pot next to you attached to I'm looking at this right now. $445 for what seems like a series of beakers stuck onto the top of an old alarm clock. Couldn't I just have a Keurig right next to my bed and just... Sure could, but this not for $445. I always admire people like this who create like inventions that really aren't an invention at all. It's something that's existed for quite yeah. some time, but they're able to like slap like there's a real like wood base between like the beakers that you make the coffee in and like the shitty '90s alarm clock, and that like makes it look really. I mean, if this fancy. was thirty dollars, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Four hundred and some dollars. Four hundred and forty-five dollars. No. Yeah. I mean, you just eat. I, I mean, just I don't get this at all. I have a coffee. I mean, our old our coffee maker that we have in there. Yeah, it's got an alarm on it. It has an alarm on it. Yeah, it was a Mister Coffee. Yeah, it was like nineteen ninety nine. So I mean, just simultaneously set your alarm. Yeah, uh, I'm not and, quite seeing. Yeah, I'm not seeing the value. No, but maybe I'm not the target market. What's the target market? This seems like way more work than <laughs> than's necessary. <coughs> Yeah, Mike says there's no incentive then to get out of bed. I need to start inventing stupid things. That's absolutely true. If you're laying in your bed and then they make you the cup of coffee or tea while you're in bed, who's say you don't take a sip and like fall back asleep because you're still in bed? Like those alarm clocks, at least that can that have wheels and they jump off of your um, your nightstand. Oh yeah, you have to mm-hmm. chase them around. At least that gets you out of bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which that's I've always true. been kind of curious about those. No, I set mine up. So I kind of have to reach for it, and then I also have a Google Home. My phone is plugged in across the room. Yeah. So I always I set my alarm, so I have to physically get out of bed mm-hmm. and go and shut yeah. it off. I get really pissed off when I have to do it, but it does wake me up. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn it, why is it over there? Let's go, because I put it there. Yeah. Good story. Cool story, bro. I can tell you more if you want. No, thank you. And finally, have a story. I actually had to, I, I did my research on this. Wait a minute. Sorry. Where's this person for this barasaur? Oh God! Is this somebody? Do we have to take this out? No, not at all. Oh, I'm just I'm reading what, one what? of the reviews because I clicked on it. Just take a look at it. <laughs> There's one review. It's five stars. Wow! Thank you, Barasua, for making me into a morning person. There really isn't a better way to wake up than to the aroma of a freshly brewed cup of coffee. I didn't realize the milk is also cooled and kept fresh. They've really thought of everything. <laughs> Like, oh, there's no, there's no way you work for this company. Is it Jonathan Ross? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so like this is people who have been gifted like, that's them totally. Such a fake. Waking up to the gentle bubbling sound and water pouring over and subsequent aroma of life-giving beverage is a true premium Nobody. experience. Nobody writes like that. 
It is simply foolproof. You cannot snooze past a hot coffee sitting on your bedside. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> I mean, good for him for inventing something, but come on. This is not... This, this. It really does seem a little fake. I'm like, Waking up to the gentle bubbling sound. All right, anyway. Courtney, I bought a new alarm clock for $30 and another $30 for my coffee pot. I think I came out ahead. <laughs> yes, I think you did, hon. <laughs> All right, so I had to do some research because I wanted to make absolutely sure this this wasn't satire. Um, because more and more you see people sharing, like, world daily news report things that they're true, which I'm just like, come on. You know that's fake. Yeah. Let's just. So this is an actual, this is an actual paper uh, at a North Carolina... Now, this is a twofer. North Kekalecki. This is a twofer. A mother who gave birth in January to a baby she named Adam Bomb has now been arrested for making a meth lab in the same car. A few weeks later. This is a real woman. This is a real story. She named her child Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb. A-T-O-M. Bomb. That's why I'm like, this cannot be true. But it is. This is out of Gastonia, North Carolina. Mother of the Year, Jessica Don Killian, has been arrested three weeks after giving birth in a speeding car to, of course, be the proud mother to Gaston County's first baby of 2019. Oh, it's said now that she has been using the same vehicle to operate her own methamphetamine business. Jessica was arrested at the Econo Lodge in Gastonia, North Carolina. Police say she had 36 Wasn't grams of Oregon. methamphetamine. Oh, that's, you know that meth had to be a part of whatever happened in I the hotel room. I guarantee it was. Uh, so she had 36 grams of meth that she planned to manufacture, sell, and deliver. She was carrying baggies and scales and ran her operation out of her 2011 Chevrolet Cruze. So on the 1st of January, she was a passenger in the seat of that same car with her boyfriend speeding down the interstate from the couple's then home in Grover, North Carolina. She attempted to make it to the hospital to give birth to, of course, her fourth child. They didn't make it in time to get to the hospital. What are the other ones' names? It doesn't say. Uh, Nuclear. Atom bomb. The pair didn't make it to the hospital in time, so instead (laughs) she gave birth Uh, to Atom Bomb Sane. Near a way station on the side of the freeway while the car was still moving around 5.55 in the a.m. on the 1st of January. It was the couple's plan to name the boy Adam Bomb. And Jessica Killian says that uh, he, quote, really did come out like a bomb. Oh, gross. What the hell? Killian's five-year-old daughter and one of her friends also witnessed the birth from the back seat. (laughs) Oh, my God, those poor... The poor child. The five-year-old friend witnessed this, too? The child weighed seven pounds, 14 Can ounces. Can you imagine how those two five-year-olds are going to... I no, mean, I think it says, well, and one of Killian's friends. Oh, one of Killian's friends. So I, I think it might have been so her daughter and a friend in the back seat at okay. 5.55 a.m., along with the boyfriend driving as they're speeding down the freeway. Well, three weeks later, uh, Killian reportedly possessed drugs in front of the Gastonia Motel. It's, um, so the, the young child and the other children are subsequently being taken care of by family members. So they're okay. Employees at the Gastonia Auto Body Shop where the baby's father, Randy Earl Sane, worked, said the man no longer worked there. They don't know where he is. He was the dad? He was the daddy. Randy Earl Sane. Randy Earl Sane. 
Well, Jessica Killian has been charged with many felony counts, blah, 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 blah. She also has pending drug charges. She was booked in Gaston County Jail for $75,000 bond, hmm. which is quite a bit of money. That is. So maybe don't do that. So there you have it. Adam Baum, that, that poor child. Well, hopefully she gets her stuff together. Yeah. And you'll have a nice fulfillment. I'm sure he'll have a very... Life in Seaside, Oregon. (laughs) There you have it. It's a world of crazy. That's true. Adam Baum. First baby in North Carolina. Even that kid, like, just think about dealing with security. Oh, I know. Ah, yeah. You know? Yep. I'm sorry, what does it say here? Um, I'm Adam (laughs) Baum. Get on the ground, sir. Like, the, nobody's going to take that as funny or a joke. Like, for the rest of that no. kid's life. Oh, man. God, that sucks. All yeah. Right. Um, do you want to do a little bit of ball talk? I do. I do. I really do. I mean, do I sound enthusiastic? I really, I really do. I like it was. I really do. Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> like, why would they be said it? She's like, oh, that's the name we wanted to plan anyway. Atom bomb. I mean, that's a that's a drug rewired way of thinking in your brain. I just, I don't. But care. someone's just like, that's so clever. Yeah. I mean, that's that's some meth rewiring. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Here is the breaking news in the world of the NBA. It's the National Basketball Association. Okay. One of the stars of the NBA has, has, as of today, demanded a trade from the team that he is currently on, a team that he has been with since 2012, I believe. Anthony Davis. Do you know who Anthony Davis is? The eyebrow guy. Unibrow. Used to be known for that. He is, uh, hands down, one of the best players in the NBA. He definitely is. And he's been with the New Orleans Hornets, now Pelicans, since he came into the league in 2012. They also swept the Blazers last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, now uh, he has said next year, which is the end of his contract, he will not re-sign with New Orleans. Oh. He does want out. He's letting them know, so if they want to trade him, they can trade him. Um, but if they want to let him walk, they can let him walk. But you do, you never want a player like that to walk, because then you're just getting yeah. nothing in return. A la LaMarcus Aldridge. And Anthony Davis is way better than LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, so now, New Orleans has the chance to search around. The trade deadline's February 7th. He could get moved this by the end of this, by, by February 7th, or they could wait until this summer. But uh, he will be on the move to some other team. Anthony Davis on his way out. Oh, boy. Of course, everybody now thinks the Lakers is going to go to the Lakers. Well, probably. Probably he'll go to the Lakers. God damn it. Moving on, Baltoc. Greg Popovich. In the news, you know who Greg Popovich is? Yeah, old man Pop. Old man Pop. Coach of the San Antonio I like him. Spurs. He's sassy and gives no shits. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. 
He's definitely well-respected in the NBA and one of the best coaches ever. Well, Greg Popovich does turn into a crabby old man quite a bit. And he got crabby with his team yesterday and called a timeout 16 seconds into the game. They were playing, I believe it was San Antonio was playing Washington, and they screwed up a pick and roll or or screwed up their defense, and Washington got a dunk like almost right into the game. And they started walking down the court, and Popovich, boom, timeout, 16 seconds into the game. Not a let's figure it out. It's like, get, get over here. And there's a, there's video of it. And you see the, the Washington players, even as they're walking back to their bench, they're all laughing because because they call the timeout so quick. It's it's pretty hilarious. Popovich is not laughing. Oh he's, gosh, no. He's pissed. But the Washington players are all kind of smirking. <laughs> um, that's not the fastest though. He once called the timeout 14 seconds into a game. Oh, against the Rockets. So, that sounds about right. I thought it was funny. <laughs> also, this weekend, Sarah, there's something called the Bolo Day Super, aka the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, is that Sunday? It's on Sunday. That's the same time as the as the Puppy Bowl. They may overlap a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Rams will take on the Patriots of New England. Tom Brady versus Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Rams. Go Jared Goff. I, I figured this week I would just kind of like pepper in a few things so you would have a little bit of knowledge going into the Super Bowl. That would be great. You know, just to help people out. Here's something that's going to be interesting, and I bet they'll be talked about a lot. Both teams have their cheerleaders that'll be there at the game. So okay. But one team has something that no Super Bowl team has ever had on their cheerleading squad. An animal? Men. The Los Angeles Rams have two men on their cheerleading squad. Really? They never That's odd, because I remember like there were male cheerleaders even when I was in, in school. In college, not in not in NFL. Huh. Not the NFL level. And at least not ever in the Super Bowl. So there's, uh, I believe, two men on the team. Uh, Quentin Perrin and Napoleon Ginnies. Cool. They're both classically trained dancers and members of the LA Rams cheerleading squad. So they'll be there dancing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that'll give me more I'm just giving little watch. little peppers of information that you can uh, have. I like it, for the, Whether you like the Super Bowl or not, a lot of us will be watching it. And so just uh I mean it's just things. an excuse to like hang out with our friends and eat a bunch of cheese and well, drink beer. Sure. I love it. There it is. Just kinda giving you a couple of different tidbits of information. I like so it, thank you. Pepper it in around the water cooler. Don't know. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Around the water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to get a water cooler for the studio just so we can say what? So we can it's stand just around you and the I cooler. sitting around the water cooler? Sure. Did you hear about what Sarah did the did other day? Did you hear day? about what a turd Greg is? Let me tell you this. I don't know who she thinks she is. But oh, boy. Oh, someone put on his sassy pants today. Well, it's around the water cooler. That's where you gossip, isn't it? I suppose so. You'd be like, hey, you seen that You seen that show on Netflix the other day? <laughs> Man, that's a good one. Oh, my gosh. I forgot to tell you just randomly out of nowhere. Um, I got a... <laughs> text message picture from my boss and my picture is up on the employee of the month thing now. Wow, how do you just <laughs> let <laughs> that slide through? <laughs> but it's just on this sad little like um like push pin. Let board. me see. What picture did they use? It's one of when we were working an event and they had these giant oversized balloons. How do you not bring that up to I me? I haven't posted it yet. I know. So I was like, alright, this just looks Does silly. it say employee of the month it next to it? It does say employee. Sarah 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, that is. Stop. Oh, wow. It's even a kooky picture. You have a kooky picture. I know. I'm so. Oh, God. No. Sarah, you have to post that immediately. I will. To me. That needs to be posted immediately. I'll post it on our Facebook or on our Fun Employment Radio Instagram. Follow Fun Employment Radio on Instagram. (laughs) Follow us. Wow. I know, I saw it. I'm like, because I didn't submit that picture. It's like they went through my pictures That's and even picked it. even better. Oh, man. So I look like I'm, try- yeah, like I'm trying to be like, whoa. Like, I might as well be holding like a rubber fucking chicken are, or something. It is the cheesiest picture that could ever be used I for something like know. this. And it's like two years old. I don't even know where they found that. Whoa. That's Sarah. This is so good. It's so good. Oh, God, because everyone, when they're trying to figure out who I am, they're like, oh, who's that crazy girl? Oh, God. I mean, you look like the kind of person that's walking around and you'll say to somebody like, hey, what's going on, Sam? You working hard or hardly working? <laughs> See you later. Stop it. That's your persona now. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio. Sorry, Greg Nibbler, the employee of the month. Post it. I will.